Hey guys, Harry here back again. It is Wednesday night again and I have just finished at my gig at the local takeaway. Went really well. There weren't a lot of customers today just like last week but me and the owner sort of put it down to it being summer and people just aren't going to fish and chip takeaways I suppose. Although if it was me, in the summer I would be going to fish and, fish and chip takeaways more because I'd want something to buy to take away to maybe go have at the beach and fish and chips seems like a good thing to have at the beach. I don't know. What do you guys think? Anyway, it was a good gig. I did some, did some tricks, nothing really big to report on that front so I, what I thought I'd do is continue on my discussion that I had last week about developing character and performing character because it was something that since posting the podcast it was something that I've been thinking quite a bit about and I've had some additional thoughts since making the podcast last week so if you guys remember if you were listening um Last week, I talked about how there are ways or techniques or sort of, I guess what I'm saying, that there are desires by magicians to develop their optimal performing character. And often what that means for new magicians is that they need to branch out Sorry, let me just rephrase that. Often what that means for new magicians is that first initial breakout or break into performing for the public, they need a bit of a crutch. And what I argued last time, and which, you know, is, is just my opinion, so I don't claim whether it's right or wrong or correct. What I claimed last week was that a very suitable first strategy of doing that is to emulate those performers that you admire whether that's uh, a magician or mentalist or other performer most of the time it's another magician or magic performer that the person looks up to i know in my case that was certainly the case because you know people who know me know who i look up to and when I broke out into performing in the public, that was definitely a performing crutch that I had. I had to be that guy who performed like the magician slash mentalist who I admire, who I won't name because if you know, you know, if you don't, I don't, I don't think it's really worth naming. I don't want to name drop. I don't want to I don't want name dropping to be the thing that I do on this podcast. So I argued that emulating those people that you admire is a good first step. Now the next question might be how do you move away from that and start to develop your own sense of performing character and personality and that's something I upfront just admit that I'm still working my way through and I am so far away from coming to a coherent answer on that that it's just not funny but I do have some thoughts 
couple of motorbikes here. I do have some thoughts about that which I'd like to share and which I'd like to get out of my head and into the airwaves. So the first thing that I really want to share is the fact that I think the key really is to just work on you yourself, to work on you, your personality, to work on who you are and to try and grow yourself as a person spiritually, mentally, physically, energetically, all of those things in every dimension just to develop your well-rounded well-being as a person. I, I genuinely think that that is one of the best ways because you start to understand what you like and what you dislike and once you've got that down pat and once you've got that down with enough certainty that will flow into your magic and that will flow into your performing character and it will form the basis of the sort of person that you will be when you're performing. Now when you're getting started and you're emulating those people that you admire you have no template for a performing character so you default and latch on to something that feels natural and comfortable for you naturally for a lot of magicians that's who they admire but making those first steps outside of that into something that's more you can be a massively terrifying step and it's something that still is massively terrifying for me if I'm com being completely upfront because I sort of have a rough idea of who I am and I'm still developing that image but bringing that into a performing space and tweaking it in the right amount so the best and positive things get accentuated and the not so positive things sort of get shrunken a little bit that whole process is quite tough because it's like you're a genuine artist at that point because you are putting yourself out you're, you're putting yourself as you are out there to be critiqued and the difference between that and having a performing character that's given to you by someone who you admire the difference now is everything that you're performing with and everything that you're interacting with your spectators with is who you are and it's something that's developed from you and it's a completely different ball game because your insecurities will be up, you'll be anxious, you'll be, a whole range of negative emotions will be surrounding the performance because this is essentially you on a platter for someone else to judge and that is never ever a comfortable thing for humans to go through in any arena, in any area of life. Why is it that there's so much anxiety around tests and exams and, and moments in your life where it's putting you on a platter? It's because nobody, social judgment is a massively, massively m motivational force. Most of the time it's negatively motivational because people like to avoid it, but you know you get my point when you're performing that's the that's the thing that's difficult because you're putting yourself on a platter and putting yourself out there to be judged and to be critiqued it's no longer a matter of oh i can just write it off as the trick being bad or the person i look up to there i just didn't pull off their performing character uh, well enough 
you you can't default to those excuses if things don't go don't go right you're when you're being yourself and you're performing as yourself it's it feels like it attacks you directly it doesn't and i can't exactly articulate why at this very moment but i i do know why it doesn't i just can't articulate it 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 just doesn't it doesn't uh attack you on a personal basis on a personal level sorry but it will feel like it is that's and you know all that's just emphasizing the point that it's not easy to break out into your character your your first character but it is a necessary step if you want to be something unique as a performer so that was one of the big things that i sort of realized about stepping into your character your performing character the other thing uh, which i already slightly touched on but has been a massive massively helpful tool in terms of being able to bring who i am to my performances and my magic is being rock solid on we've already talked about personality and who you are but the second bit is just being rock solid on who you as a person what you like and what you dislike what are your interests what are your hobbies what do you like to do with your spare time what do you how do you interact with the world how do you speak to other people how do you what what is the life what is the being that is you outside of magic and if you find yourself running that thought experiment and you come up with nil other than just ordinary job and you know hanging out with mates then maybe it's time to do something about that because like just from my opinion a lot of the most sustainable performers have have always had an edge as part and parcel of what they're what they're performing as and there's i don't know if that sentence just made sense there's always been another thing that sits outside of their performances as magicians or mentalists which sustains their image it's never just about i can do this trick or i can read your minds it's never just about that it's, there's a wider image and there's a wider framing both to their tricks and their effects and routines but also to their career as well like framing is such an important thing and it works on every it works on multiple levels when it comes to your performances and i think the most effective way to find the the best framing for you and your character is to develop who you are to develop your interests to develop your hobbies and to continue to soul search like mind you this is not going to take a day this is like a lifelong journey you got to keep soul searching and eventually you'll find a little niche somewhere that you just resonate with and you'll just when you think about it and you think about performing from that place it will just excite you and then once you find that thing i hope because it hasn't i don't think it's happened to me yet i hope that when you find that thing your whole being just vibrates with it and you just know that that is the thing and once that point comes 
go a hundred percent in and move in with that being your character and performing framing performance framing and that's and those are my thoughts those are my two central thoughts about um developing your character as i say they're, uh, they're just my opinions i don't know if they're right or wrong they're just thoughts that are going through my mind right now as i'm sitting here today in my career so of course at some point they are vulnerable let's say to being changed but from where i'm sitting that seems pretty logical and makes some sense to me that seems logical and makes sense to me today obviously again obviously it can change at some point but yeah that's that's where my head's at in terms of performing sorry in terms of developing performing character so i hope you guys enjoyed that let me know what you think uh, i'd be very interested to hear your thoughts other than that i will catch you maybe in a in another week's time with a, another podcast slash rant have a good week talk to you guys later